TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wendy's Way with your host, Wendy Stewart. Fortnite show featuring everyday people on their wellness journeys, living inspiring lives with courage and passion. Welcome everyone to this episode of Wendy's Way. I'm your host, Wendy Stewart. Thank you for tuning in. I am so excited and happy to have on my show today a truly exceptional human. She has an idea. She has a vision. She's working tirelessly to make all of this happen. I have known her through my wellness tribe and I'm so inspired by her and everything that she has achieved and I have no doubt will go on to achieve. I'm going to let her share her story as we chat. She is the creator of a new app called Wudzi. She is going to tell us all about that and all that she does for work. So please welcome to the show the truly lovely Jodie Hooper. Yay! Thank you, Wendy. You're most welcome, Jodie. Thank you so much for letting me bail you up and asking you to be on the show today. I really appreciate it. No problem at all. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. So Jodie and I recently met at an amazing basketball charity game that was sponsored by Wudzi. And I'm going to let Jodie tell you a little bit about her story, what she does and how she came to launch this incredible app and which led on to this fantastic night of basketball. (laughs) <laughs> okay, thanks, Wendy. Um, okay, so I have a background in, I did a Bachelor of Applied Science and have always had an interest in sport and health and that sort of thing. And um, so we've tried to live a healthy life and organic sort of eating and that sort of thing. Um, and then in 2015, my father was diagnosed with cancer. Yep colon cancer and he didn't get a a very good prognosis um so he was a stage four and basically the doctors here in melbourne <clears throat> excuse me said that um he he didn't have long to live and the only thing that they could do for him was surgery and chemo and but that wouldn't save him so i started exploring alternative therapies and thought in this day and age there must be something somewhere in the world that you know with all the money raised for cancer research and everything billions and billions of dollars every year there must be something somewhere that we could do so absolutely yeah so um and because we were quite healthy like I said organic food and we don't use chemicals or anything in our house and and you know filtered water we live on five acres and so it's a very sort of clean living type of thing that that we do and um so I was looking into yeah more holistic things through diet and exercise mindfulness the truly holistic approach and I came across um a place in China that's called SPDT for life that um, I'd heard about um, from other people as well that were on their yes. own cancer journey. Yep. And um, and then we went to the NIM clinic in Hawthorne and doctors there had recommended this place. And, and like I said, I'd, I'd come across it myself doing my own research. And, and it just so happened there was a, someone that I had um, met through a, uh, a Facebook page that was actually there at the clinic. And so she was getting great results at this clinic and it was a holistic approach and non-toxic type of treatment. And so I was really interested in that and and so she said, yep, you should bring your dad here. So basically 
we did and yes. he started getting really good results when he was there and um, they were just doing amazing things and just very chalk and cheese to what the treatment that I had heard about and that experienced here with my dad and so I just thought at the time when I was there, this is incredible and I'm seeing firsthand what they were doing and people need to know about this yes, kind of place and, yes. and that the things like this can be done to help people. Um, the biggest problem was, of course, that it was very expensive because everything's out of pocket and you have to pay for your travel and then all the treatment is just out of pocket. So um, whilst I was there, my mum and my dad and I were, were there for three months and I'd had this idea for an app already because I'm into gadgets and technology <laughs> yes fellow <laughs> nerd here so yes absolutely yeah exactly <laughs> and um and it was funny because when I went to the um, the airport to catch the flight over there, I was just you know I'm into reading, so I was um in the in the news agents at the at the airport, and there was a book there that said how to build a billion dollar app, and I thought, oh, I could do it with a billion dollars. Couldn't we all, Jody? <laughs> <laughs> so I bought the book, and it was this big chunk of a book, and um, and I read it while I was on the plane, and then when I was there, I like I said, I'd had this idea for an app, so it was kind of almost like it was meant to be, and then um, so whilst I was in China, um, my dad was living, we were all living in the hospital, and um, my mum was there as well, so I had all this free time that I yes. wouldn't normally have um other than you know spending it with my mum and dad but I didn't have work or family to look after sure. and things so so I spent a lot of time getting the idea of my app out out of my head and onto a computer screen and followed to the letter all the instructions that this book had said and um and I thought oh that's great that's a really good idea and um yeah I'll do something with that and whilst I was there because um yeah the treatment was so expensive and there were so many people at the hospital that were doing GoFundMe um right. you know projects and things right. like that yes. and, and and obviously when you're if you're a breadwinner for the family and you're undergoing treatment or you're um if you're a breadwinner and someone in your family is undergoing treatment well then often you can't work because because if you're, A, you're the patient, you're undergoing treatment, and B, if you're a carer and can't work. So therefore, it's, you know, the stress of all the finances is compounded because you don't have the regular income coming in. Um, exactly. Plus all these other expenses. So it, it really bothered me that there was this great treatment available and people just couldn't afford it. So um, that's what I thought, well, okay, well, I'll build this app and if it's successful, I will donate a portion of those funds, um, a significant portion, but yes. obviously it's going to cost money to build it and to actually run it and everything. But, you know, that was my motivation behind the app was to raise money for that I could donate to the cancer patients. So not to research, but to the patients to help them with the cost of treatment and the, and the living expenses that continue to pile up while they're undergoing treatment, just, you know, their mortgage, their rent, their whatever power. Exactly, bill, exactly, yes. Yeah, so that I got that out onto my computer and then my dad was doing really well in the treatment there and things were going well but then it turns out that he had, um, we knew prior to his cancer diagnosis from years ago that he'd had a fatty liver but um, right. we didn't realise that um, at the time that if apparently this is um, a statistic that 15% of people that have fatty liver, if they don't treat it and get it fixed, it can actually turn into cirrhosis, which is obviously oh my, yes. irreversible. I yes. didn't know that at the time and neither did my dad, but I found it out 
um, when we were in China. And the fact is that he his fatty liver had turned into cirrhosis. And so um, he was not he didn't drink at all. Um, he so he had non alcoholic um, fatty liver disease wow. that had turned into cirrhosis. So his liver was in a really bad way. Right. And the the doctors in Australia hadn't bothered to tell us that, but the doctors in China who were fantastic did. And they said, look, you know, your dad's really responding well to the treatment here, which he had, he was, and he's yes. reduced by 55 to 60%. And, and even just visual, visibly, he was improving a lot. You could see um, he because he had liver issues, his jaundice had improved, his nails and his hair were growing healthier, yes. his hair was getting darker, all these amazing things. You're like, wow. Anyway, but they did say to us, look, you know, the, the liver is the more pressing problem because we've stabilised the cancer or reduced the cancer. So you need to go home because we're not a, you know, liver specialists. This is a cancer hospital. And, you know, see what they can do for your dad at home because the liver is the more pressing issue. Anyway, so we came back to Melbourne and um, and had terrible experience with the doctors here, unfortunately. Oh yes. And um, and yeah, they like I said, chalk and cheese to the the level of care that we got in in China. Right. And unfortunately, yeah, so his liver failed and um, and he ended up passing away not long after we got back from China. Right. So, um, but you know. Um, he was a wonderful man and and sort of and absolutely supportive of me and my family and made me feel like I could do anything, me and my brother and sister, that we could do anything at all and was always so encouraging and supporting of me and we were lucky to have him for the time that we did. And so I thought to myself, okay, well, now that he's passed away, I really want to do this app and I'll call it Wadzi. And so Wadzi is the name that the grandchildren called my dad. So, oh, that is just adorable, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So my son was very close to my dad. He was the eldest grandchild and yes. they, were, they were best buds. They were budsy wadsies and then it just oh. went from best buds to budsy wadsy and then to wadsy, you know, just an, just an evolution of a name. Yes, <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. So everyone yeah, in the family pretty pretty much called my dad wadsy. So um so I named the app and I decided, you know, after a little bit of time had passed and, and he'd passed away and, you know, we mourned him a little bit, um, <clears throat> then I decided that I would, yeah, put all my energies and um, take that negative sort of feelings and put it into something positive and then, yeah, make the app in honour of him and um, so that something worthwhile and positive came out of his death so it wasn't in vain and that, yeah, hopefully people will you know, get on board the whole Wadsy app and it becomes a huge success and raises a lot of money for a lot of people and um, and then everybody will know who Wadsy is. And Absolutely. And, I mean, I think that is – thank you so much for sharing that. What an incredible journey. What an incredible story. But I think the most powerful thing out of this is that the love that you and your dad obviously had and the re relationship your entire family had with this amazing gentleman and now yeah. that you're doing this in his honor you know his name lives on and his legacy will continue and you're creating this and your legacy will live on which is you know absolutely incredible Jodie I cannot say congratulations enough for taking this step that you have no worries and yeah so it's that's what I wanted to do was to yeah do something in his name and as you know the basketball game was a um, a part of that that was it's sort of a twofold thing it was a launch event um, for the app to yes. bring 
to bring attention to the app, but also it was a standalone fundraiser in its own right. So my dad's two favourite sports were basketball and football. And so I had this idea that there's a lot of AFL footballers that love their basketball and basketballers who love their football for sure and so um i knew some personally and and thought that you know these guys love their basketball they haven't played a game in ages would give them an opportunity to play against some pretty high profile australian basketballers um and then we'll make that a fundraiser and all the money donated to or that was raised um by the game itself would be donated to the cancer patients that need the help as well. So, yeah, so um, I had to find a I – eventually I want to have my own foundation, the Wadsey Foundation. Oh, I that, love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> that, yeah, so if the um, if the app is extremely successful and we continue to have these Wadsey AFL basketball games, then I can collect all that money and then distribute it myself. But because I haven't got my own foundation at this point, um, I was searching for a foundation and that was had the same values as, as I did. Yes. And, and the key was obviously giving the money directly to the patients so yes. that they, they're the ones who need it the most. So, um, yeah, so I came across Chicks for Charity, which is a um, – I live out in the southeast suburbs of Melbourne and they're from the same area and they, over the last 10 years, have raised about a, a million dollars um, for different um, people in need and a lot of them have been cancer patients. And so they just have events and fundraisers and movie nights and various different things and then raise money for these people and then they just hand over the money. And so I was like, perfect, that's great, that's what I want to do. I don't want I don't want money wasted on, you know, admin or any yes. of that sort of stuff. I yes, want it yes. to, to all go straight to the patients. So, so we partnered with them and then through an amazing team of volunteers and friends of mine, we put together this basketball game and recruited AFL players and um, basketball stars such as Chris Anstey, who's a famous one who played in America, captained um, the Australian Olympic team. Um, Mark Worthington, same thing. He um, played in the NBL for many years and played in the Australian Olympic team. And we had great footballers that loved their their basketball, so Christian Petrarca and your friend Chad Wingard <laughs> <laughs> and um, Todd Goldstein and Corey Maynard and a whole range of people, Jake King and just wonderful players, Nathan Brown and, um, yeah, some superstars of the game and some new and upcoming people like Noah Gown who's just been recruited to Essendon who was a great basketball player, still is. Um, yes, yes. And, yeah, and they all played a game and all the proceeds that was raised through ticket sales and raffles and prizes and things. Um, yeah, so we raised, it was only, it was close to 20 million. I think on the news they said 25 or over 25, but they sort of stretched the facts on a few things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but it was closer to 20, which is still, you know, for our first effort, that was that was really good. So, um, yeah, we'll be donating that money to Chicks for Charity and then um, they, patients that would like to apply for some assistance can just apply to Chicks for Charity, which is www.chicksforcharity.com.au and make an application for assistance to help with treatment or bills and that sort of thing. So, yeah, that's what we're all about. And the game by all accounts, um, was a 
a huge success and the players all want to do it again next year and the sponsors want to get back on board next year and make it bigger and better and and yeah so we've already got plans of talking to the NBL and making it a lot bigger and hopefully raise a lot more money and bring more awareness to the app as well so it's all about raising as much money as possible to give to those people who need it. Absolutely. And I'm going to jump in here about the charity game. You know, it was five minutes drive from home, which was such a bonus for me because I'm out in the southeastern suburbs of Melbourne as well. And what I want to tell you is, you know, I had the most incredible night, not only <laughs> not only because I won the raffle to sit on the Max Living bench, you know, one seat away from the new Hawthorne player, Chad Wingard, and we got to chat and it was just incredible. But not only just from a massive fan point of view, but, you know, watching watching your vision come into reality and watching people so give, give so generously and I cannot tell you how lovely every single one of the players was you know signing autographs taking selfies answering questions so grateful to be there and you know uh, uh, you know and I was telling them about how I knew the Max Living ladies and how my connection through there and they were all so interested and all of them that I got was lucky enough to speak to said they can't wait to do it again bigger better next year and I'm so excited for that journey I can't wait for next year yeah well one of the things was that um Collingwood weren't there because, and they really wanted to be because Scott Pendlebury yes. and and um, and Adam Trelaw, Mason Cox, and Brady Grundy in particular, really wanted to be a part of it. And Nathan Buckley is um, a friend, friend of a friend, and friend of mine basically. And yes. he was he was the first person I spoke to about it and was on board and goes, yeah, that'll be awesome. You should do it at you know High Sense Arena on Australia Day. It'll be you know. And I go, yeah, well, yeah. let's let's not get that that carried away. And he goes, sure. no, you got to you got to think big, Jodes, think big. And I'm like, oh well, the Australian Open on on Australia Day so no we won't be doing that but he goes yeah and then so he was all behind it and was all for it but then um, when we locked in the date with the State Basketball Centre because you've got to factor in when the AFL is available when the stadium's available when the the basketballers are available anyway so we locked it in when the stadium was available and then the powers that be at Collingwood went and made their pre-season trip to Queensland. So, um, so they were horrified. They were like, "No," because and so Scott Pendlebury said to me, "Okay, next year, absolutely, you come to me before you lock anything in because I want to be there and I want to play." And oh, that's incredible! That's yeah. incredible. And you know, the more you know, these are amazing people who are using their I don't know, let's say their high profile for a mm. good cause and to help you and to raise awareness because you know my family's been touched directly by cancer as well. So and yeah. I know we we've all struggled, you know, financially, absolutely. emotionally. You bad enough you've got to deal with all the treatment and all that stuff, but then yeah. you've got the financial repercussions of all of it, which is just even you know can be even more stressful than anything else exactly. kind of thing so um so Jody, right. can, yeah absolutely so Jody, can we go back and just tell my listeners about the app and what you know what you envisage you're doing please if you wouldn't mind yeah okay so with the app it has nothing at all to do with cancer no, other no, than I know the fact that, yeah. Yeah, other than the fact that it, the funds raised by it will be donated to cancer. So I wanted yes. to have something that was generic that would be universal, have universal appeal so that so many people could use it because if it's a niche kind of market thing, then, you know, limited people could use it, doesn't raise as much money. So, yeah, it had to be something that had broad appeal that everybody everywhere around the world could use it and um and that way we could make as much money as possible. So what it is, it's, as you know, it's an image searching um, app. So essentially if you were walking along the street and you saw this cute little dog and you thought, oh, that's a beautiful little dog and there wasn't anyone to ask what sort of breed it was or anything like that, but you 
wanted to know what breed of dog it was, but you don't have the words to type into Google to find out what it is because no. sometimes words fail you and there's just you don't just don't have the words. And so a picture tells a thousand words and you if you take a picture and then you upload that and then ask the question um, with regards to you know what you're what you're wanting to find out, well then that would make it that much easier. Um, and so it's basically what Google is to word search, Wordsy is to image search, but it's so much more than that as well because um, at the moment the technology doesn't exist to be perfect with the image search. Yes, yes. And even if you even if you Google something, you don't always get the exact answer that you're looking for. But very um, true, very true. Yeah, and certainly with image search, there's. Um, we're not going to be taken over by robots anytime soon because there is a long way to go before the actual computers um, are good enough to actually perfectly match every image that you could upload. Um, so what we have done, and I think what is quite the inspired and powerful part of the Wadzi app is that it doesn't just rely on image search. It actually uses people power to help people get the answers that they're seeking. So it doesn't matter if it's a cute dog you want to know what breed it is or if it's a great pair of shoes that you see Jennifer yes. Aniston wearing or a handbag <laughs> she's carrying and you're like, oh, my God, what's that handbag? But, yes. you know, you don't – what can you type in if you don't have the words? You don't know what brand it is and you can write Jennifer Aniston's handbag but then, you know, what's going to come up? You know, you really need to um, – have very specific words and sometimes you just don't have them. So it doesn't matter if it's a car or a, a building. Let's say your kid is, you know, doing a project on historical buildings and yes. the teachers just give them all the pictures but they don't tell you what the, you know, where these buildings are. That's your job to find out where these, what these buildings are. And short of asking your parents who might not know, you can easily take it with Wadsey. You take a picture and it might be the, you know, after triumph or something. So you take a picture of that and then you say, what is this building? Yes. And then it comes, it will it will either use image matching to come up with the answer and if it's something hugely popular like, you know, uh, like a, a well-known building, it will probably match it. Um, if it's a well-known person like Lady Gaga or, you know, Bradley Cooper or something, it, yes. it matches very well. But if it's something a little bit more obscure, then it might not match it. So that's when you have the people power and you ask the people that are, other Wadsy users, users yes. and they can answer those questions for you. So if it is a cute breed of dog, a Newfoundland puppy or something, you didn't know what a Newfoundland was, um, you know, the, the Wadsy image match might do it. But if not, you can put it out to the world. It doesn't have to be your friends. It can be um, you can dictate who you yes, want to ask yes. a question to, whether it be a certain group of people. You can make as many groups of people as you want, friends, family, whatever, or you can ask the general public and, and then the answer comes back. But then even better than that, once you get the answer, unlike, again, Google, for, let's say, that if you're in typing something in Google, once you've got the answer, then what do you do with that? There's no place that you can logically save it or anything. But with Wadsy, once you've got the answers, then you can create favourites folders and then you can save all of your searches that you want into these folders. So you can have one for shoes or you can have a folder for, you know, handbags yes, or for dogs yes. or, or whatever so that then – if it comes a time where you do want to buy that dog, then you can just go back into your um, into your folder for dogs and then click on that photo, and then that will that will have saved all of the all of the information with regards to that breed, and it would and it shows on a map where the 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 most relevant um, 
location for that. Like if there's a breeder nearby, for example, or if it was the handbag and it was a, you know, Louis Vuitton handbag or something like that, when you save it as Louis Vuitton handbag into your folder, when you go back and you click on that, well, then it will show you where the um, where the latest Oh, sorry, where the closest Louis Vuitton store would be and show you on a map and all the contact details and everything. So it's kind of almost like a logical flow of, okay, I've got a question, I want the answer. Yes. And not only do I just want to have the answer, but I want more information about where I can get that thing or or whatever. So, um, yeah, to me it was a get the answer and then save it so that you've got it handy when you need to refer back to it in the future and if it's a hotel or like a beautiful beachside resort or something you saw in a magazine and you went oh I'd like to go there you know then you can save that and click on it later and make a reservation at that at that resort if you would like to and yes everything's nice and compactly um, stored in the Wudsey app and you can um, invite your friends and then in the same way that with a lot of social, other social media, there's a news feed and stuff, so you'll see everybody else posts and you can answer their questions and you can click certain categories that you have expertise in. So if you, my husband's a dog trainer, for example, so he yes. might click on dogs and so therefore if someone has a question about dogs, well, then he will, he will get alerted to the question about dogs because that's something he's an expert in and you know my sister's a sister-in-law is a stylist so she's right into fashion so she would you know she would tick the fashion box so that anybody that was asking things about fashion she might be able to answer so you can filter out how many questions you want to be um, answering for other people and or you can just pick all of them and you can get everybody's questions and that sort of thing and yeah so it's people power helping answer questions that prior to something like this you just be sitting there going damn I wonder where I could get those shoes and you never can find out because you can't I've tried it myself that's why that was <laughs> Well, I, did it. I was like, oh, I love those shoes that Eva Longoria is wearing and then I'm typing it in blue suede stilettos yes, yes. and nothing's coming up. And so, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, well, that's so annoying. I wish there was something that, you know, could help me if you don't have the words if you can an image is um a picture tells a thousand words if you can yeah if you can just have the picture and then that way everybody knows exactly what you're looking for and um you can get the answers and yeah amazing and then so we're hoping that that will take off because it's a useful you know it's something that's very useful and there's a bit of a glaring gap in the market nothing like that exists where you can absolutely yeah, and then so we're hoping that will be huge and raise a lot of money and then we can donate a lot of money to people. So How, how incredible, Jodie. And when do you hope that the app will be going live? Well, I was hoping it was going to be going live last week, but that didn't happen. No, <laughs> so, but, but that's technology for you, you know, and all good things take time. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm hoping in a couple of weeks. Awesome, so, awesome. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely let everybody know on our social media. Sure, and, sure. and the good thing about it is now that we've had our launch event and we've got a lot of followers and um, and people want to, you know, the players and those involved with the game want to have another game. Yes. Um, that will allow us to sort of promote that and get more followers and alert people through social media. And then at the next game, which will probably actually be, later this year they've suggested it's probably a better time rather oh, than that's awesome 
Yeah, so it'll be later in the year, but um, it won't. We won't have to wait a full year and do it at the same time because, um, yeah, having we learnt a lot of lessons from doing the first one. Let's oh. say, so, yeah. So we'll um, do it at a, at, at a different time now that we've spoken to a yeah, few more. Yeah, for about. sure. And you know, it's like with anything. You know, you do it the first time, you absolutely learn from it. And you know, maybe later in the year, there's more people around and not so many people away on holidays. That there's more. What I'm saying is, more players are available to help yeah. you out. And you know, um, it's just going to be bigger and better than anything. I reckon, Jody. I think it's going to be bigger than Ben Hur. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's hope so, because that. If the bigger it is, the more money we raise, and that's what it's all about. Absolutely. And how can people find you? I mean, I know you're on social media, so you're yep. on Facebook? Yep, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and our handle is at Wudzy Inc., which is W-U-D-Z-Y-I-N-C. Yes. And then our website is www.wudzy.com. That's awesome. All these links will go onto the show notes when this episode goes live, Jody. So I'll make sure everyone can find you, follow you, sh- and you know, share the story, share the journey. And when the app's live, download it and you know, share it with all everybody they know. And we can make this bigger and better than you know, if we can ever imagine. Yeah, well, hopefully that would be awesome. Absolutely. Thank you for your support. I really appreciate it. I mean, it's not just about the basketball game. I absolutely love the idea of the app. And I was sitting there, Duncan and I were sitting there like two geeks glued to the screen going, oh, my God, we want this now. We need it now. Like, I know, you know, right? Now that Once you know that oh, something like that exists, so many people oh go, god. oh, my God, I could have wudsied something yesterday. I know, and, right? Yeah. Even Duncan I, said to me the other day, he goes, damn, if only we could onesie this right now. I said, it'll be soon. Yeah. Don't worry. It'll be soon. Because yeah. I don't know, he was looking for some piece of musical equipment for his synthesizer. Yeah. I was going, I don't even know what you're talking about. And he goes, if only I could onesie it. I go, soon, <laughs> soon, buddy, soon, soon, it'll all happen. That's it. Absolutely. So, Jody, before we come to the end of our time together, I'd just love to know, away from all of this stuff, what makes you tick? What do you like to do for fun? What do you like to do when you have some downtime, which I'm assuming is not a lot? Hasn't been a lot lately. No, I, but, um, <clears throat> um, I love, I do like outdoors and exercise and that sort yes. of thing. I've been neglecting that a little bit lately. I do Pilates oh, and um I live, um, like I said, southeast Melbourne suburb, so near the Dandenong. So we go and do the thousand stairs and walk a lot yes. in the in the outdoors. I love music, so I'm always going to every concert that's uh, pretty much on in Melbourne. Yeah. So yeah, um, movies, just um, yeah, hanging out with friends and stuff. But yeah, just sport. I love my sport. So um, we've all sort of grown up. Mum and Dad, obviously Dad, right into his sports. So we've all got, grown up playing yes. basketball. My son's still – I've got a son who's 27 going on 28 and he um, he's played basketball. God, he could he could <laughs> triple with both hands from the age of two. So yeah. as soon as he was able to play basketball, he did and he still plays now for Hawthorne Magic in the VBL. So um, yes. we're all into our basketball and our, our footy and um, – but music – definitely in concerts and just live events and getting outdoors and walking and yeah stuff like that how incredible same 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 tick 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 to all of that and who do you barrack for just out of interest i don't know why i feel i need to ask you that but collingwood so my mum my mum barracks for collingwood and and, growing up i barracked for collingwood and then my dad barracked for essendon yeah and my and 
And my husband and my son barracked for Essendon, even though I tried to get my son to barrack for Collingwood. Jeez, he, you should have at least got the son card. You know, you could have pulled I the mum card on that one. <laughs> well, he originally did. I've still got photos of when he was younger before he could make his own decisions with all his <laughs> Collingwood stuff. <laughs> but then when he went to school and in the 90s, all his friends were barracking for Essendon and Collingwood oh, weren't that right, great. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but, yeah, so now Collingwood, so, which is nice because Nathan's now a friend. And, yes, oh, yeah, how lovely. So good. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. But you're a Hawk supporter. Yeah? I'm a massive, passionate Hawk supporter, yes. as you know. And, you know, yeah. when my name got called out to go sit, you know, to win that seat on the bench, oh, I couldn't get there fast <laughs> enough. I was just like, everyone's looking at me like, what happened? And Duncan goes, all of a sudden I looked up and you were just gone. I was like, I wasn't get waiting. Get out of my way. <laughs> it was so much fun. No, it was just I love my sport. And uh, I played basketball growing up as well at school and right. stuff. So I love basketball as well, you know. And I remember back in the days of, you know, the Sweat Ox Saints and the Melbourne yeah. Tigers and all that good stuff. And, you know, yeah. it's just oh, and when you married the two together, I'm just sitting there going, can life get any better? Like, seriously. <laughs> I know that was the thing. Know, it seems very obvious. There's, you know, there's know, not right? a lot that's more popular in Melbourne than AFL exactly. and basketball. So, and, you know, so it's Chris, a logical Chris, thing. Yeah? Uh, it was just like a surreal universe. I'm sitting there talking to Chad Wingard for basically the whole game, and then I'm high fiving Chris ha- Chris Anstey, and I'm just standing there going, "Is this really happening? Somebody pinch me!" You know. Like, <laughs> oh, You've admired their talent and their skills and, you know, watch it firsthand sitting on the court was just, oh, my God, it was like one of the highlights of my life so far. So I cannot say thank you enough for all of that to you. Yeah, no worries. Absolutely. We'll we'll do it again next year. Absolutely. We're talking about doing it at High Sense Arena next time oh, as, a, as a warm up yep. game to an to a United game or something. Oh, so yes, yes. We'll get we'll get you there front row again. Oh, absolutely. I'll be there in any way, shape, or form that you need me to be. So you know. Yep. Yep. Anyway, Jodie, I'm going to say thank you so much for being on my show as we come to the end of our time together. It's been lovely having you sharing your sharing your story, and I can't wait for Wadzi to launch. Thank you so much, Wendy. I really appreciate it. And thank you for all your support. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Always, always. So thank you so much to everybody for listening to this episode of Wendy's Way. It has been my absolute pleasure to bring it to you. Please consider giving me a like on iTunes. Please subscribe to my show. Leave a review if you like. Please share this episode on your social media to help spread the Wendy's Way message. Please make sure you click on all the links and download Wadzi as soon as it's available. For all things Wendy's Way, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, check out my website, which is all the W's, wendysway.com.au. I look forward to catching you on the next episode of my show. Until then, please remember, it takes a village. Be kind to yourselves always and bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.